0: Everyone. Welcome to the Lifestyles Medicine Podcast. This is Dan Cho from Pathways Lifestyle Medicine, and I'm here with Dr. George Cho, our medical director. And we're continuing our series on the benefits of plant based eating beyond just our physical health. So, we all know that uh, eating a more plant based diet is good for health. Uh, but in the past couple of episodes, we've been talking about some other reasons why plant based eating is such a good choice. So, we've talked about why it's good for the environment we've also talked about how it's good for animals. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how plant-based eating is the compassionate choice for those who are hungry. And I'm sure that we all know that there are many hungry people in the world right now. According to the United Nations, there are right now approximately over 800 million people who are hungry. Uh, And over 3.1 million children each year die from hunger. This is approximately the population of Toronto so you imagine the entire population of Toronto dying every year that's how many young children are dying because of hunger and of course uh, the areas of concern are areas such as sub-saharan Africa and parts of Asia like India or Southeast Asia so what we're gonna look at today is what can lifestyle medicine um, and particularly plant-based eating do help solve the world's hunger problem so last I think last time medicine has a uh, has something really great to contribute to world hunger and uh, that's because one of its core principles is plant-based nutrition and we know now from the science that if people if more people would switch to plant-based eating that it would actually free up more food so that more people can actually uh, be fed so how does that work Exactly. So uh, when you look at the stats of how many animals we kill every single year for food, the numbers are really astronomical. So let's consider, for instance, Canada and America. In Canada and America alone, we kill almost nine billion chickens. That's with a B, nine billion chickens, um, 252 million turkeys, more than 100 million pigs over 30 million cows, and 2.7 million goats. Mm. So when you do all the math, it's about 10 billion animals every year in just Canada and the U.S. alone. 10 billion, right? And combined, this is about 27 times the population of Canada and the U.S. So uh, if you look at those numbers, right? Ten, almost 10 billion animals, these animals need to be fed right from their birth all the way up to when they're ready to be killed right but and what are they fed they're fed grains and soy and so forth and these animals many of these animals eat more than the standard human on any given day right so uh, but then the food that they produce is calorically is not as much as the grains that they eat so if you just if you could just divert most of those resources those those food resources to actually feeding humans directly we would actually have enough food to feed so many more people than we do now instead of feeding all that food to cows and to pigs who eat very large amounts of food every single day and uh, that's not including countries like brazil china these other countries are and also in uh Australia, New Zealand, that produce also lots of livestock as well. Right? No, this is just U.S. and Canada, right. Ten, almost 10 billion animals. So that's a lot of grains, soy, uh, corn, etc. to feed these animals. That's a very large percentage of all those foodstuffs that goes to feeding these animals. Now, what if somebody says, well, yes, that's true, but we end up eating the animals. So eventually we get that food you know, um, that's been given to the animals. Well, that's true. However, it's a very inefficient way to, to feed the human family, right? So again, uh, a cow eats a lot of grains, a lot of corn, uh, lots of stuff. They eat a lot of food, right? And, um, but if we, if we divert those calories towards feeding humans directly, you could feed more, more people than just one cow, Right? So the energy from a single cow, compared to the energy that the cow consumes, right? It's 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 uh, you can hardly compare it. It's better. It's much more efficient to feed those grains, that corn, that soy directly to human. And if you think of it this way, a single cow can eat about nine pounds of oats or barley grain every single day, and then an additional seventeen pounds of additional cereal straw, right? Now. Nine pounds would equal about two large packages of Quaker oats from Costco. A single package can feed one human for a week or more. Would you agree? Right. If you get like the, that large package from Costco, that could feed one person for for a week or even more than that. Right, right. But a cow can eat two of those every single day. Mm, okay. You see. So uh, it's it's a, and then on top of that, they need additional 17 pounds of extra straw. From cereals so as you can see it's uh it's really uh, inefficient the way that we're we're using our food resources on this planet it's so much better to just feed that energy directly to humans not to animals and so is there any of science that kind of shows this as well that um, uh, that going on more plant-based diet will help uh, with uh, our hunger problem there is so uh, I think one of the most convincing reports is the Eat Lancet Commission that came out in January just this year and in that report they pretty much they said if if we ate more plant-based if, the human, if humans ate more plant-based that we could actually uh, feed more people on the planet then we'd be healthier and we could also help curb some of, some of the global warming So these scientists they looked at the data and they said look we have a hunger issue and one of the best ways to deal with it is more if more of us actually goes plant based, right? There was actually another report in the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, of so PNAS and in 2018 they actually released a very interesting study where they uh, they looked at the the potential effects that it could have if more Americans became plant based. And basically, according to their their calculations, they said that uh, they conclude that if every single American became plant based, that they would have enough food to feed every single American and still be able to feed an additional 350 million people mm. if every single American became plant-based now the population of America is around three, a little over 300 million I believe. that's right so that's like double they could feed pretty much like double the amount the double the population right, right? Okay. so um, so they could feed all all of America an additional 350 million people that means that we could solve hunger in Central America, South America, Africa, and those three point one million children that you had mentioned in the beginning of the of the podcast, we could save them from dying from starvation, and still have enough to feed an extra fifty million people on top of that. So, uh, so the so there is science that's coming out to show that uh, that if we switch to more plant-based diets, it can actually help feed more people. Uh, And then you can just look at some of the numbers. So we know right now that 30% of all ice-free terrestrial land on the whole entire planet is used for animal agriculture. 30% of all land on this planet that's not not covered in ice Mm -hmm. is used for animal agriculture. Imagine if we used a large percentage of that just to grow food for humans directly how many people we could actually feed uh 70 percent of all agricultural land is used for animal agriculture Mm. right so if we converted more of that to just grow food to feed humans then we could feed more humans right right so if you just look at uh, the data out there it's pretty convincing that if more of us would switch to plant-based nutrition that would help feed many more people so the issue seems like it's not really that we don't have enough food. So we have so many people who are hungry. It's not because we don't have enough food. It's just that we are using our food inefficiently, feeding it to animals, and then, um, sure, we eat them, but we don't really get as much food from them as we could if we ate those grains directly. Yes, that's the point. Yes. yes. It seems like the food production is not the issue. Right. The amount of food that we're producing it seems like the way that we're using them. Mm-hmm. And we are fortunate in the affluent west, we, we like our burgers, our chicken, and so forth. And so so much of the, our resources are going towards just feeding a food habit that's ultimately killing us, which is really sad, right? We're killing ourselves, we're not, and we're, having, we're struggling to feed the rest of the human family. Uh, it's, it's really unfortunate what's happening right now. So if more of us would choose plant-based, it, it's, it's a much more compassionate choice. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not likely that we would solve world hunger just by going plant-based, because there's other reasons why people go hungry, but it could definitely help in in a big way, I would think. Yes, for sure, yes, I think it would help. Great, so when we think about lifestyle medicine and how it promotes a whole foods, plant-based diet, again, it's not just good for our health, it's uh, good for our environment, it's good for animals, and also, as we talked about today, It's the compassionate choice for those who are hungry. So when you choose to go on a whole foods, plant-based diet, you are contributing, maybe in a small way, to helping address the hunger problem that we see in the world today. Great, so that's it for this episode. As always, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and on Stitcher. You can also catch our episodes on YouTube, on our Facebook page as well and on our website at www.pathwaystowholeness.ca slash podcast. And please share this podcast with any loved ones who you think could benefit from the simple yet powerful principles of lifestyle medicine. So thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to the Lifestyle of Medicine podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. And until then, remember, your lifestyle.